Welcome to episode 522 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I'm continuing my review of the complete books of Child Sport. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me, on the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Uh, Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing these shows and putting them up on the station, along with all the music that you hear there. And if you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always uh, rate, review the podcast on your favorite platform. Uh, also, you can share the show with others. And uh, you can also find some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books I've written over on Amazon. Uh, or you can sign up, through, um, sign up to Patreon, where there will be one extra episode of each month of uh, True Paranormal Stories on the Web uh, over there. And that will be available to all membership tier levels there. And uh, also, if you'd rather just do one-time donations, you can do that through PayPal. And uh, support is always appreciated, never expected, but there are expenses in making these shows from re- uh, equipment to research materials to uh, travel expenses in some cases. And so um, help would always be appreciated, uh, especially as I um, am on a limited fixed income and um, just... I don't like to mention that too often, but I've been told by other friends that uh, I should do that every once in a while. Just bring up that um, this is uh, something I do when I can, but um, it's not a full-time produced sort of, not produced in the sense of I don't have like a whole team in a studio and all those things. I am literally in my apartment, in my living room. So Um, anyway, uh, so I think that takes care of all of that. And yeah, so this is another part in uh, the complete review of the complete books of Charles Fort. And um, I've really been enjoying those. So we'll get back to this. Now, this is again, we're on the book. The title is Low, L-O, exclamation mark. And this book is, um, the main topic seems to be teleportation, which has really been amazing this last couple of shows that we did on this topic or in this, this, these books. Um, and what I do for anyone that maybe hasn't listened to these yet uh, or often yet is I, um, I review books that are basically at this point in the public domain so that I can put the chapters through um, an AI to get them summarized. And then I read those summarizations on the shows and then talk about uh, what what um, what we heard there, read there. And it's been, like I said, I've really enjoyed this so far. So um, really glad to be getting back to this again. So this is, again, chapter 16, 
from Lowe. It says, uh, the text discusses numerous examples of mysterious disappearances of people, uh, including someone who vanished while examining horses during a journey in Germany in 1809. Uh, it mentions how 170,472 people disappeared in London. I'm guessing that's England. Uh, between 19, 1907 and 1913, that's only six years, with 3,260 cases unexplained. Again, that's a lot of unexplained cases in just six years. Uh, it says other examples include a man named uh, Sherman Church who disappeared uh, from his office in a mill in, oh, Michigan, 1900. In 1900 there. Um, I live in Michigan, for those who don't know. And uh, the author, Ambrose Bierce, I believe I've heard of this too, who went missing in 1913. His disappearance was attributed to different explanations over the years. Uh, it says, in 1905, there were many unexplained disappearances in England. Uh, one case was a woman found unconscious on the Isle of Man, who was identified as having gone missing from uh, Lancashire, though no one saw her leave. So here you have the vanishing and reappearance, and that's not uncommon. I've heard many, many accounts of that. Uh, the text speculates whether Ambrose Mears experimented with uh, self-teleportation noting he wrote stories about mysterious disappearances and took interest in the topic. We may have to look into that. We may have to do a show on that at some point, too. Uh, this chapter ends with the final dis disappearance in 1905 of a professor, George A. Simcox, S-I-M-C-O-X, and um, I apologize for I'm not saying that right, in Ireland, who had attracted attention previously by disappearing. So it sounds like multiple in that case, in that last case, person there, that they vanished once before and then reappeared and then vanished again. That is odd. Um, so, yeah, that's a lot there. I mean, that's a lot of people that I can't get over that number uh, that they mentioned there in the UK and England. Um, that many, 3,260 people. Uh uh, yeah, in a mill, yep. I bet the mill was on a river. Yeah, there we go, Derek, yep. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we may have to look into that Ambrose, because I've heard of the Ambrose Spears um, encounter situation as well. Um, so that may be something to look up for another time. But, uh, so that was that chapter, again, going into, and these are, these are disappearances happening, again, 1800s and 1900s. So it makes me wonder. I mean, we, we've all heard of, and I've done a show or two on missing 411, but I mean, I really do think these things can happen uh, almost everywhere. So um, let's see here. The Crimson says there's a place in the UK you might want to look into. I'll find the name. It's in a forest with a strange dead zone. Yeah, I'm happy to, uh, happy to, um, to, to look into that for sure. Thank you for uh, thinking of that. 
Um, but yeah, yep. I know. I thought about that right away too with uh, Derek when it, when it said Miller. I was like, oh, water. Um, it says uh, doesn't fit politest usual description. Yeah, that's the thing. I wonder. I mean, so are all these other disappearances, all these other places, are they connected to that or are they not? Uh, Epping Forest, E P P I N G. Okay, I will look into that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'll look into that. But uh, anyway, moving on to the next chapter here. And uh, we'll get back to that. Let's see here. This next chapter at 17 says, uh, the text discusses mysterious appearances and disappearances of people, including the case of wild men, in quotation marks, suddenly appearing in a public places, unable to explain how they got there. Uh, and now I've heard some people say that, um, they wonder if in the old, sort of the old description of wild men, if those could be not every case, but if they could be, um, Bigfoot, Sasquatch in some cases. Um, but this sounds like they're regular people that have no idea how they got there. So I'm guessing they talked after they got there. Um, anyway, it says it, it mentions several cases in history of, People, often children, disappearing without a trace from one location and reappearing somewhere far away with no memory of how they got there. And that is always amazing to me, especially when it comes to um, some of these cases. I believe I've heard in different shows, um, on different paranormal shows, accounts of people, multiple people in a house and someone will vanish from a room. And the people won't see it, but they'll go and look for this person and they won't be there. And they'll start looking around because they know the person was in the room and then they're not there. But then eventually the person will re either reappear in the room or walk into the house later um, and have no idea what happened. So that is a thing that seems to happen. Just how or why, I have no idea. Uh, the text theorizes these could be examples of occult transportations or teleportation of people from one location to another. Uh, let's see here. It suggests these uh, transports may unintentionally strip people of their clothes and cause memory loss. Again, going back to the idea that maybe in some cases only organic material can be, can transfer, I think, um, which is odd. I've heard that before as well. Uh, it, the text argues that cases dismissed as insanity may be some may sometimes actually involve people with uncommon insights or experiences. It argues there is no true standard for judging sanity versus insanity. Um, I have no idea about that, but that's an interesting idea as well. Um, the, the text cites many examples of strange cases, including the mysterious. Uh, appearances of wolf children in India presumed to have been raised by animals. That's odd, huh? In summary, the text is exploring and theorizing about mysterious displacements of people that may potentially involve psychic or occult phenomena beyond current scientific understanding. So, um, so yeah, that, that, that's that chapter. And, uh, 
Yeah, it's just really an odd thing, the whole vanishing and reappearing. And uh, so, okay, so the circle, let's see here. The devil circle. Yeah, a lot of these locations where odd things happen, of course, they end up getting the name or getting the word devil in part of the name. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll look into that as well. So a couple of things to look into for our future shows maybe. So, um, yeah, this vanishing thing and reappearing. I, the first I used to hear about it first with just objects, having that happen with objects. Um, but, and I wonder is, is, are there different kinds of teleportation or, or vanishings and reappearings? Are there different causes and kinds um, for objects versus living entities? Or is it all somehow connected? Or I don't know. But, um, but I, and I think some cases, I mean, I think probably some of you'll, you'll find that there are um, either time, some kind of time anomalies where maybe someone is there, but then that they somehow slip through another time. And so they're not exactly there, but they kind of are just not in the same time period. I think that can happen um, based on other time slip stories and things like that. But I don't know if that's always the case. And again, I don't, I don't know how to explain really how any of that works, but, um, but yeah. So anyway, let's get on to the next chapter here. See how many of these we can get through tonight. Um, chapter 18. Okay. Uh, so this chapter discusses various stories and accounts of alleged cases of teleportation or mysterious vanishings of people. Some examples mentioned include the case of Mrs. Uh, that's an unfortunate name in a way. Uh, Guppy? G-U-P-P-Y. In 1871, a medium who reportedly teleported several times and fell through a ceiling. That's odd. Um, a girl in Pennsylvania, that's in the U.S. here, who was mysteriously transported out of her house into the yard several times. Those do happen. Now, in, in more recent times, I've heard that associated more with um, the alien or UFO phenomenon, the uh, abduction experience. I've heard that associated more with that, but I wonder if, if that's just maybe a, in some cases anyway, maybe not all. Um, I mean, if the person has memories of other things happening, then that might rule that out. But I wonder if in some cases um, that is sort of, uh, it's attributed to that without maybe any um, way to verify that from the person themselves or anything else going on. I wonder if that's, um, if there is some kind of just a random teleportation that happens and some of those cases, that's where that's happening. And, and they just somehow, I don't know, go through and then they reappear outside. And then what's odd about that is in some cases I've heard of experiences like that, where the doors to the house uh, are locked. And so it's, it's hard to figure out how people actually get out there outside. Um, says the Pansini, P-A-N-S-I-N-I, boys in Italy in 1901 who allegedly teleported 30 miles instantly from one town to another. That's amazing. Uh, several accounts of people seeing a person on the street suddenly vanish or disappear before their eyes. 
proposed explanations include ghosts, teleportation, or visions. Um, that reminds me, I've, I've talked about this before, uh, here and there. The, the one time when I, um, I was walking to this restaurant that I used to go to meet my family there all the time. And, um, I knew that route so well because it was basically the only route I would ever take to get there. And this one time I, w- I was walking there and it was perfect outside and everything. And, um, I was, as I was walking, I sort of went into that, went to, went into a, a, like a trance kind of thing, which is odd because normally I don't do that while I'm walking because I kind of feel like it's maybe not a good idea to not be paying attention. Um, and, and, uh, so I, but I, and when I came out of it, I was nearly there to the restaurant I was going to. And I get inside and I sit down and everything. And I was thinking, oh, I must be right about right on time because it normally takes uh, 10 to 15 minutes to walk there, no matter what's going on. That's like the, the amount of time it always takes. And I looked at my, my phone, the clock on my phone, and I had somehow gotten there in like five minutes. And so I wonder um, if, if anyone, like, in their houses or whatever, anyone maybe maybe that was on the street and I just didn't notice them or whatever, did they see some random guy, as in me, vanish right in front of them? And what they thought of that? Did I somehow, when I went into that trance, because partly because I knew that route so well, did I somehow just vanish and reappear and and got closer to the to that restaurant that much faster and is that how I was able to get there so fast um so I don't know uh let's see here Derek says yeah I bet it runs the gamut more than we can even think of yeah as far as the explanations uh must have been so hard for Fort to find all the and yeah that's another thing too all these stories back then yeah he he did a, a ton of work. Yeah, it's hard enough with the internet, for sure. Um, uh, PDG, I'm disappointed he didn't write about teleporting cats. Well, I mean, we're not done with the books yet. So uh, I have done that with driving. Got there an hour sooner. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Um, but then, and that's even more amazing, because then did, did you vanish with your car somehow and reappear? And there are stories of people that, see vehicles randomly appear disappear around them on the road that is not that's not um unheard of so <laughs> all these things hard to say um uh the crimson says if the mind can influence time you could dilate it without knowing it uh the old adage of uh time flying when having fun yeah and i wonder too if if um familiarity uh just knowing of a, a way like a, a route and a path so well um to where you're sort of you're 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 you start not paying as much attention to it and you start just i don't know i don't know what that trance was if that had anything to do with it that one time that i zoned out if that was some kind of higher state uh of consciousness that um i just Somehow, yeah, I don't know with that. Uh, Jeff says, almost like a download, you are still on the way. You uploaded quicker, yeah. Um, 
So, let me see here. Uh, looking at the chat here. Um, yeah, let me see here. I got to read this. Uh, from Derek says, uh, as regarding Fort writing about cats, he might, uh, Fort might have, but the cats in black came to, that's an amazing idea. Cats in black came and told him to stop talking about it. He, uh, he knew too much. And, uh, and PDG says, makes, makes sense because it's my black cat that does it. I, I, I've said this before, I've, I've said this before. Logan, my cat, she's not even, she's not even all black. Not that I think that would matter, but that's funny. Um, or is she? I don't know. But, um, some other level of reality. But I swear she's teleported at least a couple times. I, I've, I've been looking at her one place, turned around, facing a different part, part of the apartment, and it's a tiny apartment, and she's walking toward me from a different direction. I don't know how else to explain that. No sound, nothing else going on. Um, I, I don't... She, she teleports or something, or astral projects or something. I don't know. Anyway, let's see if we can get one more chapter in here before we end, because I've talked a lot this episode. Um, let's see here. So, oh, I think I was still on a chapter. Yeah, I was still in the middle. I got sidetracked. Um, but uh, let me see here. Let me find where I was at. Okay, several. Okay, I already read that. Uh, the story of the Kempstons in 1873 who reported their hotel room floor. Well, this is wild. Opening up and nearly dragging the husband in before the wife saved him. So they mean like it started to like fall apart, but then re-solidified? That's odd. Uh, an account from 1904 of four students investigating a haunted room. I'll imagine that. Where one was mysteriously dragged by an invisible force until the others pulled him back. There's plenty of stories of that as well. It's odd. Uh, the text suggests that these accounts could point to the possibility of teleportation of humans taking place with people being transported from one location to another without conscious awareness. The accounts are presented as uh, intriguing stories and possibilities, though recognizing they lack uh, firm proof or documentation in many cases. So, um, so yeah, that's in that chapter. Just barely got that one in on time. So, yeah, this, this series of these, these shows, um, I don't know. This is really amazing. Um, but yeah, so that's, I think that'll do it. There's not enough time to go through another one. Um, but yeah, the teleportation thing, I, I do wonder, I mean, is, is consciousness somehow part of that in some cases, uh, different stages of consciousness levels, states of mind, does that have an effect on that? Um, by location, I've heard of that, uh, being also part of um, sort of, of someone thinking of one doing one thing or being in another place while doing something else and people seeing them in that other place. I've heard of that before. So, um, so yeah, just amazing stuff there again from Fort. And yeah, we'll see how much more. I mean, this has been a lot of fun going through this this material. And uh, thank you all to everyone that's been there in, in chat tonight, uh, helping out with this as well. 
And uh, because this has been a lot of fun with you all putting your thoughts in there as well. So I definitely recommend everyone who listens to the show joins the Discord. So, uh, but that'll, that'll be it for tonight. Thank you all for listening. And I'll talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.